0: This is 5-Minute Friday, and here are 7 things I learned at Oktoberfest last week. So, for those of you that don't know, Oktoberfest is in Munich, Germany, and I took a quick flight over from Budapest, and it's one of the biggest festivals in the world. I think 7 million people annually attend, and it's all about beer, but it's also all about food and music and celebration and everyone wears these traditional outfits the lederhosen for the guys which are basically like suede shorts overalls and the women wear dirndls which are you know picture the traditional german beer maiden that's what that's what they're wearing and uh, the women will tie a bow on the right or the left or the back to signal if they're single, taken, married, etc. So it's very, it's very celebratory, very traditional. It's been going on for two hundred years. It started off as a wedding ceremony, and people loved it. And it's been going ever since, with the exception of some of the world wars, basically. So, what did I learn from Oktoberfest? It really felt like Thanksgiving to me. It was this huge celebration, and obviously beer makes everyone jolly and happy. Uh, and, the, and the celebration really is as much about the food and the music as about the beer. So number one is the importance of celebration. And celebration denotes uh, sometimes the completion of a job well done, so let's celebrate, And it's, it's so important to have large celebrations after accomplishments, but also regular daily celebrations of good things. It's, it's included, I would say in a good gratitude practice, and we are wired to focus on negative things. That's what kept us alive. We would focus on the tiger in the bush. And I, I see this over and over again. People are not celebrating. They're not bragging about the things that they've done when they talk about themselves they find it hard to celebrate their successes. And so it's really important, even on a day, daily basis, as entrepreneurs, as you know, people who, if we want to be interesting, let's just celebrate our achievements, celebrate the things that we love about ourselves. And when we're together, it's great to celebrate with other people. It brings brings people together. So celebration is such a key component. And I want to be adding more of that in my own life as well. So number two, minimalism is scary and liberating at the same time. I am one of those people that likes to be prepared and I always leave the house with a jacket and a water bottle and sunblock and a hat and all these things just to help me, you know, snacks, help me not get in a tight spot, which I think is, I think is pretty good because usually it pays off that I have one of these things. I'm the, I'm the guy that's always lending out hats and warm clothes and giving water to people that need it. But at Oktoberfest, they said, don't bring jackets. Don't bring, don't bring a backpack. You can't bring a backpack. And so it's just the clothes you're wearing. And I carried a phone and a wallet and I probably didn't even need the phone except to take pictures. And, you know, I could, I could buy the food. I could buy the beer. I could buy an umbrella if I needed it. But it was also very scary to go out feeling so naked, but also then I didn't have to have a backpack and I could just run around and never have to worry about forgetting stuff if I got drunk. So it's, it's a fine line, I think. And maybe, maybe you're the kind of person that is totally cool being minimalist, or maybe you're going to bring a backpack anyway. But I also realized that minimalism is a privilege of money. So I, you know, I had enough euros to get through the day and I wasn't going to worry about that. But if I didn't have the money, then I would want to be prepared and bring the stuff that I already had. And you see this with people that live through the depression or homeless people, they're pushing around a grocery cart full of all their possessions, which they might not be using most days, but if they do need it, they can't afford $10 to buy the thing that they need. So they have to carry it around until they need it. So, by by contrast, a rich person, the you know, they might just carry a credit card and a pen around throughout the day, and they'll be fine. So yeah, there is a, there is a definite economic benefit to, to having economic benefit to having money. Uh, you can you can afford to be minimalistic if you're wealthy. Number three, conformity is a strong force. Obviously, peer pressure works, and. Nobody was peer pressuring me to buy lederhosen. Probably 75% of these people were wearing the traditional outfits. And so I really wanted to fit in. I found myself like really wishing that I had this outfit just so that I could fit in and be, have that in common with people. So I ended up buying a hat. I ended up with this cool fedora, a traditional Bavarian sort of wide brimmed hat. And then I, and then I fit. Right in and everyone said, Oh, it's a cool hat. But I just, you know, I could, I almost could not do it because, because of this whole conformity thing. So, so where in your life are you subconsciously giving into conformity? It's just something to think about. Okay. Number four, this is an epiphany that I had about drinking. We were drinking all this beer and I realized why drinking is so popular. It's not, it's not because it's an escapism Per se, or because it's really fun, per se, but why it's so fun is that it forces you to live in the present moment and it brings you into a flow state. So the 10 you know, hour day at Oktoberfest flew by because I was so focused on enjoying my time because I was in this, you know, semi drunk beer state. And it just I just realized, you know, it's uh, flow is obviously the the optimal experiences when when time slows down and it has no meaning and you you're living in the now, and you're super focused on what you're doing. And drinking seems to be a hack to get us into those states, and I think that's why so many people enjoy it because it does heighten our focus and narrows our focus on the things that are right in front of us. Number five, we woke up super early one morning. So the lesson here is it pays to be early. We woke up super early to be first in line at the gate so that when they opened the gate, we could sprint to the tent of our choice, which on Sunday we got up at 6 a.m. I think to to get in line and grab our table so we didn't have to stand around. So we got the table at this tent and in the best tent, which on that day was the, the gay tent, which is the celebration has been going on for 45 years or something. And it was probably the best tent of the entire place. It was super, super fun, very, very entertaining. And we got a perfect table because we were early. And there's so many things in life. Obviously, if you would have bought Apple stock or bought Bitcoin early, you'd be a quadrillionaire by now. Early adopters in all kinds of technology, there's all kinds of things that pays to be early. And so ask yourself where you could take advantage and arrive somewhere early or be early for a trend in your life. Okay. Number six, experiences are more valuable than things. Oktoberfest, as I mentioned, has been around for 200 years and it was on my bucket list. It was on Chase's bucket list who was recently on this podcast who I met up with at Oktoberfest. It's on so many people's list because it's this huge, amazing celebration and it's continued because of the demand for this experience for so long. And when you can give an experience to people that is not replaceable by Robots, it's not replaceable by outsourcing, it's not replaceable by artificial intelligence. There's no way to replicate Oktoberfest other than having an awesome festival. And so, there's huge potential in the future for experiences as people move away from all the shit they don't need. Experiences are where it's going to be at. Number seven, maximize your adventure by planning less and talking to people, asking the locals. That morning that we got up really early, we were standing in line, and we were chatting to the people next to us, and we said, which tent is good? Which tent do you like? And we were just sort of making friendly conversation as we waited the hour for the gates to open. And they said, oh, definitely Gay Sunday. And this insight allowed us to have the most fun day that we could have had instead of winding up at the tent we were planning, which was family day when we would have been around a bunch of snotty kids. (laughs) which is why I went to Germany to get away from my kid. No, just kidding. I didn't take my son to Oktoberfest, but in the future. So yeah, just talk to people and figure out the inside scoop. You can figure out the best coffee shops or, you know, parks that you might not have been to. I'm thinking of our experience here in Budapest where we've just asked people things and stuff that you still don't find in travel guides just asking your neighbors and asking your friends about. So talk to the locals and, and plan less because then it leaves the door open for an adventure. So those have been seven lessons from Oktoberfest. And if you haven't been to Oktoberfest, highly recommend it. It's a blast. And if you've been to other major world festivals, I would love to hear which one is your favorite. Have you been to Mardi Gras? Have you been to Carnival? Are they as good as Oktoberfest? Let me know. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell your friends about it. Share it with your friends. And you can find the show notes for this at DerekLoudermilk.com. Also, head over to Instagram where Nick Wood, the creator of Life Athletics, and I, we are running a feature on micro-adventures. How can you add more adventure and fun into the course of your normal life? So you don't have to do big adventures like going to Oktoberfest. But you can, you can do a little adventure in your neighborhood on your way to work, after work, within your normal daily routine. How can you be more adventurous? So hashtag microadventure and tag myself and Nick Wood if you have a cool adventure that you did. Maybe you just camp out on your back porch. I've done that when I was a kid just to sleep outside one time. <laughs> That's all for today's episode. Now it's your turn to go out there and be adventurous.